0: Uh, how are you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing okay. That's good. I feel like, I feel like I'm freaking out about weird things lately, though. That's good. Like, I keep second-guessing whether I've locked the door or not when I leave. So I come back and double-check, or like, punching in or out at work, like, I'm just like, did I remember to do it? And so I go back and I look, and I always, and I and I, and I did, like, I, I don't forget. Except for yesterday, I forgot. So I guess there's maybe some method to the madness, but it, it doesn't make, I I don't I don't think I'm going crazy, but it's something I've noticed over the last handful of days. Where I'm just like, do you, I don't like a locked door. Do you door. drink coffee? Yes.
0: So, coffee can actually, like, set off anxiety issues?
1: Yeah, that probably explains the random anxiety attacks I get every once in a while. Yeah. The thing is, is I like, I don't drink that much coffee. I drink, like, maybe a cup a day.
0: That's not too bad.
1: I mean, I'll probably do two today because it's Friday, but it's not that bad. No, if I put weird shit in the coffee, because like there's like the the place I get it sometimes has like you know, flavor blasts or whatever, and it's a couple drops of like concentrated cinnamon or whatever. That like that plays with my head in bad ways, so I don't do that anymore. But regular coffee, I only drink it black. I don't I don't put anything in it. It's just it's just coffee. It's bean water. That's warm, right? Like. I feel like I should be okay.
0: I don't know. I mean, you can say that about a lot of drugs, too. It's like, I'm just smoking leaves. It yeah. won't affect me. I'm just eating mushrooms. They just grow on the ground.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's... and Part of it is, like, I'm. I'm just really sick of, like, living in this house and I want to leave. And I'm kind of, like, afraid that, like, someone will break in and steal my shit. Not that there's like that much stuff to steal, but you know we have video game consoles, and I'd be really upset if I lost my computer. But like that's like that's legit like it that we have for like things that are worth money. <laughs> it's like oh we have a Switch and a computer. The TV's not that big, so I don't know what I don't know what's causing it. It's it's
0: I don't know. It might be the coffee.
1: And I and I thought I heard the dog bark upstairs, and his dog's been gone for like three weeks. But I thought I heard like two two barks, and I was like maybe they moved a chair. But it's freaking me out, and I probably shouldn't be drinking, but I am, so that'll help. And I might be yeah, playing. I'm I'm playing this up a little bit. It's not that f- bothering me that much, but it is like something I've noticed.
0: I gave up on coffee. I got this one thirty proof fairy wine.
1: Man, I like the. I feel like that should be the name of a power metal song. One thirty one proof fairy wine. And then, like, some journey motherfucker would, would sing about killing a dragon.
0: Man, you know what I really hate about she like, the original one? Hmm. Is, uh, it's so painfully, what's the word? It's so painfully girly. I didn't and, know that. Well, it's just, I mean, it's clearly, it's designed to sell girl toys. mm mm-hmm. I'm hearing an echo. Do you have your mic on?
1: I have my mic on, yeah.
0: I mean, your headphones, I mean. It's, I can hear my voice. That's weird. Now it's gone. Okay, whatever. Um, what was I saying? Maybe
1: you're going crazy too, Mister Absinthe.
0: I think we. I think I am. Man, this fairy wine. Oh yeah. I, so I like the first time I, I got a Dungeons and Dragons book. Like the the way they describe fae creatures, it's like they're all super lethal and threatening. You know, it's not like a. The fairies and they pick mushrooms. It's like fairies and they have swords. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I kinda wanna see more stuff like that.
1: Yeah, there was a a really trashy uh, urban fantasy book I read earlier in the year, uh that had like little fairies in it and uh They were they were like kind of the deadly kind. Like there was like this dude, he had a tiny sword, but they they didn't like They didn't like pixies, and so there there was this, like, really weird, like, miniature war going on. Like, witches were fighting werewolves, and then also the pixies were fighting fairies. And evidently the fairies had a lot of sex. It's one of those books. But not with the witches, with each other.
0: Oh, man, this stuff, it smells so good. It's distilled in wormwood and herbs, and I can smell it. Does it taste good? Hmm. Hmm. Oh my goodness. That's so minty. Oh really? Oh, this is lovely.
1: Oh, nice. Does it taste oh, like we goodness. should play Overwatch later?
0: Yeah, it does.
1: Nice, because then I got I got I got some bourbon.
0: This would be. So I was reading this Wikipedia article about absinthe. Okay. And they had this example of uh, how you serve it. You make a frappe out of um, like just crushed ice, and then like a little bit of simple syrup and water and the absinthe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you just make this little dish with a dash of this on it. I can actually picture that being really refreshing in the summer.
1: That's basically a mojito, but with uh, but absinthe, right? Like I'm pretty sure that's. Oh no, a mojito's got um crushed mint in it, but you have a mint flavored absinthe. So.
0: Well, a mojito is normally like a drink, isn't it? Yeah. This is like a snow cone.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that would be nice. No,
0: that's not it. Oh, so, I had a long week. There we are. Yeah. Yeah, and go. speaking of long weeks, its opinions are cheap with Cameron and Chad.
1: I don't think your week was that long. That's my opinion. Okay, that's fair. That's that's how we're all in the night, motherfucker. Woo! That's how 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 was your how was your holidays, Cameron?
0: My holidays were all great. That's good. Um I got a skeletor and a booze and a like a bunch of flowers to put in booze. so I bought some gin and I put flowers in it, like edible flowers um no, but they're they're heavily aromatic and they 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 tint the the gin. Huh. you should look up aromatics, dude. It's great.
1: I don't know if I'll spell that right. Aromatic.
0: <laughs> I love when podcasts are about Google or plant
1: searching. emitting a pleasant and distinctive smell. I spelled it right. Oh no, I didn't spell yeah. it right. Google just knew what the fuck I was on about.
0: <laughs> um. What? Oh, so you know what? Uh, there was a lot of art books this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got a really cool Magic the Gathering book. On it it was a set that came out I want to say in the summer about uh like Spaniards that are also vampires but also paladins and they fight mermaids and dinosaurs over the lost city of Atlantis or something.
1: I love that that's a thing so much. Because you were showing oh, me pictures so of that and they were they were delightful.
0: It's wonderful. I love the whole book. Um but then my dad got an art book from Alien Covenant.
1: Oh, that's too bad.
0: Well, no, it's it's actually not cool. of I'm being a dick. It's not... Well, it's not about the movie. It's literally, like, David's journal.
1: Oh, that would be pretty cool.
0: And so the, it's, like, it's in character, too. Like, it's two books in a set. So there's a little behind-the-scenes book, and then there's just big, like, leather-bound journal with, like, alien markings all over it and circles. That sounds neat. It's really neat. Um... I I, <laughs> I, mean, he shares, but it's like I'm still jealous. Sure. It's actually a really cool book.
1: It's one of those things that, like, it's like a cool collectible thing to own. Now, you're not going to really flip through it probably that often, but it's like, this is a thing I got, and I like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. This is so nice. I love absinthe. I didn't know it was a thing.
1: What, what made you want to pick that up? Is it because it had a fairy on the bottle?
0: No, I wanted to, um, I had to get some gin, so I got some cheap gin for the, uh, for juniper berries that my brother gave me.
1: Okay.
0: And while I'm there at the BevMo, I'm like, well, I want to try something new. So I'm looking at those little bottles. Mm -hmm. And this one was green, and it's like, well, that's funny. And the bottle is cute, and then there's a fairy on it. And it's like, well, you know what? Why not? Sure. And now I learned something. I learned I am an alcoholic, and I'll drink anything.
1: Yay. I basically did that same thing with Bird Dog whiskey. I was like, "There's a dog on it, and it says it's a bird dog, but that's not a bird dog. That's just a dog dog." And that well, that's how I found.
0: Good. Yeah, that's how I found my favorite beer. Um, because the the picture on the bottle, they're burning a witch, and I'm like, "Fuck you, Charlene! I'll drink what I want." <laughs> and it's turned out to be really good, but it's like, uh, yeah, the picture helps.
1: My the, what I hate most about beer with cool pictures is most of them are IPAs.
0: Yeah. I don't like IPAs. There's a lot of that. I see some cool
1: ones at my local stores, and they're just like, I have like dragons and robots and shit on them. I was like, I want to drink the robot dragon beer. And it's like 11%. And it's like, I really want to drink the robot dragon beer. And it's like, IPA. And I was like, oh, it's going to taste like stomach acid.
0: You know what? I want to I get you a tangerine IPA that I think you'd like.
1: You could do that. I mean, I've, I've um, had them, you know, not tangerine, but I, I'll drink one, right?
0: Like. Well there there's I think there's a right way to do it mm-hmm. and there's an amateur way to do it. And not amateur but like basic. Sure. And when you start actually carefully balancing the flavors you can make a good IPA, but it's really easy to just say, look it's it's a hop, it's a hoppy. you like hops, right? Yeah, like and that, that Easter
1: like... Bunny movie. There was CG with a bunny but then the person was a, was a human actor.
0: Oh, um that movie upset Richard. Did it? Yeah, it's his childhood favorite story, and they they butchered the lore.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I never saw um, the movie. They were talking about it on the Meg sixty four
0: podcast. So speaking of Richard, um, he sent that email from last week.
1: Oh, he did. Yeah, I was let's read it. I want to want some Richard on their show.
0: Okay, Richard writes: um, Who's your favorite Fire Emblem character in Smash?
1: Oh, that's a horrible question. Because there's so many of them, and they all have swords, and they're fucking annoying, my brother's good with all of them, except Robin. I like Robin. Good question, Richard
0: also Fluttershy is the best the overwatch character that should be in smashes all the way May
1: I feel like you just made that up, and he didn't write that
0: nah. Cause, I'm trying to think of my favorite Fire Emblem character. I guess it's Marth, Marth's but I can't cool. remember. I can't remember the last time I actually picked Marth.
1: I I try to play Marth once a session. I like Marth. My brother's like really, really obnoxiously good with Marth, though, and so it's kind of annoying. Also, I call him I, Marth Wahlberg.
0: I kind of used to like Ike. Um, what was that? Brawl. Yeah, I think I liked I can brawl, and then I just sort of like got away from that play style.
1: Wow, Richard, you have a really obnoxious Yahoo email account. <laughs> How many underscores and X's do you need, sir? <laughs> Evidently, a lot of them. <laughs> Whatever happened to just Richard at Gmail dot com, like the normal people?
0: I think he's had that email address since um. Before Google was a thing
1: yeah i have a I have a a hotmail email that's really that's from high school
0: i love i think one of my favorite jokes in the family Guy star wars um empire Strikes Back episode was uh when Han Solo's about to leave, and then Leia's like well what 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 happens if we need you again and he's like, well, just send me an email i'm at um I'm at solo underscore." Han at CompuServe.com and, like, Compu- Yes, CompuServe.
1: God, even I don't know that one. Oh, okay. That's a deep cut. Now we got bad blood. That's a blood. deep cut. I'm that kind of... I guess I'm kind of drunk right now. <laughs> my mind doesn't know what it wants to do, so it's like, hey, Taylor Swift lyrics, we can go there.
0: Um, Did you have a nice holiday? Yeah, I had a,
1: I had a good holiday. My um my friend was in town, Travis, and his his wife and kids. And we ended up picking a day to hang out all day, except the first two hours we had to watch the kids until Courtney came to pick them up. So I get we get to my house um, around 10 o'clock, and around 10:30 we start drinking. And it turns out I'm pretty good around around young kids. Uh, their their daughters are like three and one. If I so i good around kids if I've had a few. And I actually really enjoyed hanging out with my, you know, she's not, like, te- technically my niece, but she's my niece. Um, we had we had, a, we had a fun time together. Like, we we were playing with Legos. She couldn't really do the small bricks so she's having me do them for. Her, and we watched some Frozen. And she, she asked me to play the piano. I cannot play the piano. So that was kind of a mess. But, uh, it was, like, the first time I've ever, like, had a good experience with a small kid. And I still never, ever want to have any. But that was fun.
0: It's fun. I like um I like being Uncle Cameron because it means I can visit kids like once a month and it's like that's enough.
1: It it was just like like the piano thing, right? She she wrote, walks over to the piano and she sits down and and there's a, a book of of notes on there, a song some my brother wrote. And he she goes, "Play this." And I was like, "I can't play the piano." She's like, "Well, play it anyways." And it's like so I just start hitting notes that I know will make chords and sound good together. So I'm kinda playing and she's smacking around and then she switches pages. And she's like, Okay, let's play this page now And it's like, "Kendall, we we weren't playing any pages. <laughs> so let's play this one now. So I start, you know, doing random notes again and she's like, uh let's play the previous page again <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, you're being really cute, but I don't I don't know what to do And I'm just gonna make another drink. <laughs> And then, at one point, I asked her what kind of music she liked, and she's like, I like ballet music. So, I went to Google, or I went to YouTube, and I typed in ballet music, which I'm going to do again now, because something came up. And it was, some just dude, or or probably lady, took footage from, I don't know what cheap movie called Shine, and then synced it, you know, basically made a a music video out out of a Barbie song. Or maybe it's the other way around, and this is a Barbie movie. And so I I played her this because it was a cartoon. And the video's got 5 million views, and it's like a legitimately well-made video. And I actually thought this was like an actual product a, a company put out as an official video. And it's like, no, it's just, just this, this YouTube guy person threw this together as a hobby. And so that was... That was...
0: I still think it's funny. I was listening to the uh, comics podcast, and you're still talking about the... Uh the League of Legends advertisement from a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it just made me smile.
1: Dude, that song is fucking legit good. No, it is. I love that song. I listen to that song so much and Then I get really depressed there's not an album, but I've gotten into Blackpink, who has a similar sound. But then Blackpink's like, oh, all my music's released through over two EPs and then a couple of random sing- singles and you have to buy them all off of iTunes. And it's like, well, that's frustrating. Why can't you just release an album like a normal artist? Evidently, that's really popular with K-pop, though, is they don't just, like, put out hour-long albums. No, it's like, no, we do, like, three-song EPs. We'll just do, like, three a year, and you just gotta buy them separate. Because it's really about the, the music lyrics. videos.
0: I'm looking at the lyrics for this, uh, the League of Legends song. Kada is the band. And it's song. Um... Mostly in no. Korean. No, that's the, no, that's the song.
1: No, the song's called Pop Stars. No. The band is Kada. The song is called Pop Stars. No. Yes.
0: No. Yes. Cameron, I've, I've listened to it a lot. <laughs> but I like the words, how they hop in between Korean and English a lot.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Evidently, that's also I, very
0: popular with K-pop. But I heard a cover where it's all English. And it's like, I hate this and I hate you for making it.
1: I would like to do a cover of that song, but I don't speak Korean, and so it would just be a lot of, uh, bumbles. so I can't sing.
0: Well, you can find it pretty easy. Find what? The The Korean sound.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to, like, get it, like, phonetically written, like, English, and then practice, and that's a lot of work.
0: Sorry. No. Sorry to... I'm going loud, 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 loud. Uh, take it to the top. Jule that mom nega kit na junan bad gal 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 gal. Yeah, I like fun. that song.
1: It, it's really, uh, it's gotten me diving into K-pop though, which is kind of weird.
0: Honestly, I'm a little surprised you haven't dived into uh, K-pop by now. I think it, what's funny to me is that you're discovering it now.
1: I think I tried a couple years ago with, like, Girls' Generation, and everyone's like, you gotta listen to Girls' Generation, like, they're the one thing that's exploding everywhere right now, and I was like, okay, and I was like, this is fine, I wonder if there's better stuff, and I was like, some of this is fine, and I didn't really latch on, and then, like, I find a song that I really like, and I was like, okay, I want more of this, let's try again, because Blackpink, I mentioned a bit ago, like, I think she released stuff, like, last year and this year, so she's, she's really new. And then I found, like, Dreamcatcher are pretty good because they have, like, actual real instruments in their music. The problem with most K-pop is, like, I, I feel like it's really a- situated around the music video. Because everyone's dancing and changing outfits and shit. And so it's like, the, the testament is it a good song is if you minimize the video and you still like the song. And that's not always so, the case,
0: I've found. And this is different um, because your your art is more in writing. Yes. But when I'm drawing, sometimes I'll have a song playing on loop. And that sets a tone for the song mm-hmm. that translates into my line work. Not so much the colors, but I find that if I play certain songs, my lines will come out with a different quality. Sure. Well, and mean- uh, I don't like to listen to K-pop while I'm drawing because there tends to be these like phases. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, the, they they switch the songs up a lot. If that's what you mean, like they like they'll start they'll yeah. have, like the rap section and they'll have the sing section and they'll have the weird instrumental breakdown dubstep section.
0: Yeah, and if I could get just the rap section to loop only, I might listen to it while I work. Mm-hmm. But I like this band,
1: the the one you just linked.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's I that's, can't find the name.
1: That's Blackpink.
0: Is it? Yes. I can't find the song.
1: And she's got two EPs. And I'm going to. Oh, you're up, right. It's Spike Pink. Yeah, I'm going to buy both of them at some point. I need to get an iTunes gift card because I'm not giving iTunes my credit card information. I don't trust them. You could do that. Yeah, K pop's pretty good. So the, the funny thing, though, is like what you just said. Like, I actually do listen to music while I write. And I kind of do the same thing where I like to pick moody music, right? Like, you know, there's a certain tone that I enjoy, and it's typically, like, atmospheric black metal at this point, just because it's, it's really easy to let slide into the background, but you still get, like, that kind of really sad distortion, that sad vibe to it, and so it can be really nice to to channel that if I'm writing, like, a horror story. Whereas when I was writing Storm Breather, which was a really fun kind of pirate novel, I was listening to a lot of, uh, Celtic music, and, like, instrumentals like that, um, Wardunda was one of the big ones I, I ended up going to a lot. They have they have some really cool tunes, and so yeah, it's just it—it's fun to like. Okay, here's a Here's noise that can influence the non-noise thing I'm making, but it has to be a specific kind of thing because if there's too much of it, I'll focus on it, and then I—I'm not going to get anything done.
0: Yeah, I get that. Um, I was thinking back to one of my comics I drew Lucio dancing, and. I'm hearing my voice again. This is weird. I'm sorry. So I was drawing Lucio, and he's dancing. And so when I was drawing that, I put up... um, It was a Heroes of the Storm remix of his album. Oh, yeah? And, uh, okay. I'm getting weird feedback.
1: I don't think it's for me, but if it is, I'm going to noise gate this anyways, just to get rid of the small blips so it, you won't hear it if it is on my track.
0: That's yeah, weird. Just It's distracting me. Weird. This is going to be a good podcast. (laughs) If I remember to edit this out, it'll be fine. Um, But I had his songs going on loop while I was drawing, and I noticed that that's, like, the only comic in the series where the characters are, like, posed differently in each frame. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because a lot of the characters I draw are really stiff um for like ease of the scene sure. transisting.
1: I think you have a decent amount. You have enough movement in your stuff to get the job done I, it looks nice. Enough.
0: Yeah. It, like I when I say when I say stiff, I don't mean like a bad thing. Okay. But with this one, I noticed that the characters are atypically loose. Sure. And like I had to I had to bend my Torren's feet in ways that she's never done before. You think it was so the music? To, like, yeah, I had to figure out like like I had to had to shape of the dance pose I wanted her to be in. And then I had to figure out ways to make her bones line up with the shape. Sure. After the fact.
1: Have you... So League of Legends also released more music last year. Uh, Like a metal yeah. band called Pentakill. Have you listened Whoa. to any of that? Uh, yeah. Because that album is free. So I downloaded it. And it's fucking amazing because Jorn is on it. And Jorn is like this shit. And then the fucking lead singer of Battle Beast is on there. And I think... The lead singer of of Dragon Force makes an appearance, and I'm just like, "What the fuck, guys? How did you get this all together?" Like, and I didn't know about it until like yesterday. I don't know, man.
0: Riot makes an insane amount of money, dude. They do,
1: and I'm like impressed because the music is really good. It's fun. It's um, kind of like it's like power metal meets like old school like kind of eighties metal. Like, it's got a great noise to it that fits Jorn just perfectly. Like, that's his bread and butter. But then it's just like, I want to know how this got together. So I'm like trying to, like, find interviews and stuff with Jorn. And, of course, no one's asking the one question of, like, so when Riot Games approached you to do a video game-themed soundtrack that doesn't actually exist but it will when you make it, what was your thought? Because that's what I want to know. Like, like, what did these fucking people think when they're like, hey, this video game company we've, let's be fair, never heard of, wants us to pay us money to do music for them? You know, like I, it just it just blows my mind that it's a thing. Like it has, I've listened to that album a couple times now, and I, it still just freaks me out that it's real.
0: Did you listen to um Get Jinxed? Mm-mm. Because they've been doing these music videos for years now. Um, I don't like this at all. I feel like they're trying too hard. So it's interesting to watch the quality of the both the, the video and the music itself increase every year.
1: Sure. Well, this is, uh, I wonder what genre this is.
0: I don't know. When this character came out, it's about when I stopped playing League of Legends.
1: Yeah, because you, you you had a funny comment that you're like, I miss being excited for
0: League of Legends. I guess I didn't yeah. really
1: realize you played it that much.
0: I played it a lot (laughs) for a very short stint. I was like way into that game. And I don't know exactly what happened. It was like a... There became this rivalry right about when Dota 2 came out from Valve. And they started tweaking things... Like back and forth, where it's like, well, our game will be faster and they'll be the slow ones. And then, well, our game will be more balanced and they'll be the zany one for dumb children. Sure. And the advertising cut the community in half, where the only people playing League of Legends were, um, not to say that they're immature or mean, but they were much more prone to, um, like if this is a chess game and there are four moves in, and then they go, okay i bail I'm gone, and they just disconnect right, where I've seen come, <laughs> I've seen turnarounds at the last minute, let alone at the halfway point to to give up at the fourteen percent done point, I could not understand, and in League of Legends, there's a button you can push to concede the the game and everyone has to vote together, yeah, and it's like I would Every single game, that prompt was coming up all the time, and if you voted against quitting enough times, the other player would just leave anyways.
1: Right? They get mad at you.
0: Yeah. So I gave up on League of Legends and I went to Dota, where all the you know I I assumed the better players were, mm-hmm. and, and I don't mean like better skill, but like more committed to actually playing the game through. And um, that was true for about a year, and then that got worse. And that's why I play Heroes of the Storm now, because I just, I can't stand either of the communities anymore.
1: It seems like this brand of video game has that problem where the communities are just rough. Because I remember playing League of Legends when it first came out, because a friend of mine was trying to get, kind of getting into it. And I played like three games, and I didn't know what I was doing, and everyone was like just the meanest they could possibly be. I was like, "I don't play this. this isn't fun, and like I'm obviously way too drunk because everyone's calling me just the worst names, and I'm you know I it's kind of funny, but also kind of not funny, like it's like, well, I gotta learn how to play somehow
0: yeah i I think part of it comes from at least with League of Legends and Dota, a game can take thirty to forty minutes, right. And, like, and actually this is the problem with League of Legends right now. There's so many characters in it that the games are too long that you can't actually practice all the characters and learn them.
1: I know. I'm assuming it's still free, but you only get, like, a handful of characters. You have to buy the rest.
0: Yeah, I found myself unlocking characters pretty quickly, though.
1: So I wonder, like, how is it, like, skins that they sell? Like, They probably make a lot of money that way.
0: Yeah, skins, and then I I know there's people that just pay to unlock the characters faster too. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of skins. There's a lot of uh, what's. I think there are other cosmetic things. Um, Dota had a lot more. Okay. Um, but Dota's completely free. You get all the characters.
1: Really, that's cool.
0: Yeah, which is actually it's a lot better for balance reasons because you can, it, like, and this is a problem I have with Heroes of the Storm. They'll have a free rotation where it's like, here's the five free characters this week. So it means every time you go into quick play, you're going to see two of those characters every single time. Sure. And sometimes a character has a really easy counter. So it's like, oh, everyone's picking, um, you know, Lich King today. So I'm going to go with this. I'm going to pick Tracer because you can't fight Tracer that well. You know what I mean?
1: I like that sentence you just said is funny. Like the idea of that the Lich King can fight Tracer and be like a canonical battle.
0: It's great, too. It's really satisfying when you throw your little, like, your ice grasp thing, and she's, like, zipping around, and all of a sudden her feet are stuck in the floor, and you're just, like, marching on top of her. (laughs) Uh, It's really satisfying to just tear her down. Nice.
1: Um, Oh, God, okay. Holidays. There's one other thing I wanted to bring up about the holidays. No, no. Do you have relatives or just people in your life that are like really touchy? Like, like, like my boss at work, one of them. The idea of like, oh, I should probably give my my employees a pat on the back when they do something good. He doesn't take that like as a metaphor. He takes it as like a physical. Like I have to actually hit them on the back <laughs> and be like, yes. good job.
0: I'm I'm very touchy.
1: You are. I'm a hugger. Okay. I, I, see, I I don't like being touched like at all. And I have all these people in my life that are just like, I want to touch you and, like, shake your shoulder or or give you a good poke to get your attention. And um, that extends to my family, too, on, on my mom's side. And so we were, we were having Christmas over there, and everything was going fine. I'm talking to my brother. One of my uncles comes over, and he just jabs me in the side to get my attention. I ignore him. So he does it, like, three more times. And I turned on him, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I said that to him. And he's like, you know, seventy, and I'm not even thirty yet. And he was like, legit just shocked that I was just like, this angry. <laughs> but I'm just like, i like, on what planet is it okay for you to just go up to another human being and just like poke them in the side ten times, and that's fine? Like, don't do that. And I and I after that, I realized like, God, a lot of people on my and my family are like that way, and I think it's just, it's just fine for them. Like, they don't even think about it. And I'm just like smoldering inside, and like the one poor bastard who finally does it, and I'm so angry. I'm just like, "What the fuck, dude!" And I feel bad, but not bad enough to apologize. That's
0: good because maybe that means you're being you're being true to yourself. Maybe he won't oh, do it again important. next year when I see him again at <laughs>
1: Thanksgiving. And it was just something that, because like, I. Like, There's a guy at work who works on IT, and he's really nice, but every time I see him, I feel like he's got to, like, grab me on the shoulder and give me, like, a good little friendly shake, like, we're buddies. And it's just like, what if you didn't touch my shoulder? That'd be cool, too. What if we didn't ever have to shake hands? Wouldn't that be the best? I had to shake a hand on on Christmas, like, someone introduced himself, and he started shaking my hand, and he kept shaking it, and it turns out he wanted me to say my name. I didn't get that at first and so we shook hands for an uncomfortably long amount of time and at this point I'm not even like gripping his hand anymore I'm just like please let go of my hand you have taken it prisoner and he's just like my name is this and I was like oh that's what we're supposed to do I'm really bad at shaking hands
0: I have this running gag with a, a guy at work who um we like we were making jokes once about how I'm so white that I can't do the like fist bump thing right but Fair. I turned it into a joke about how I can't do anything right, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, no, just shake your hand." So I like I'll do this thing where I'll go in to shake my hand, and then like I'll f- I'll split my fingers into like a Vulcan thing and catch <laughs> his thumb between my fingers. But it's like it's something different every single time. Like I'll have to like catch his ring finger with my thumb and my ring finger, and like extend my pinky out, or I'll like I have to do something different every single time to catch him off guard. That sounds and exhausting. it makes him laugh. Oh, it's, it's, actually, it's a fun challenge. Okay. Um.
1: <clears throat> Most of
0: I got my hand in to shake, and I just, like, I forced my hand further so that he accidentally grabbed my wrist. Um, and then I just, like, twisted my arm up so that my elbow was, like, going up. <laughs> and, like, I had to face sideways, and <laughs> I broke eye contact with him, and he didn't know what to do. <laughs> And, and his boss is watching this and he's just like he he knows me well enough um that <laughs> like I went in to do that with him and then like we bumped elbows oh Jesus um like that's a thing we do or so like he's actually <laughs> he's on my level nice I wish I had more people like on my level in my life he has he brought a Cthulhu Christmas sweater oh that's cool his um his sister knitted it for him Wow. And he wears it every year and it's very nice.
1: That was one of the things at the Christmas party this year, at the the yeah, for work. Like, you get the people that are like super into Christmas and so they're like dressed up in like obnoxious Christmas gear. Like light up sweaters or, or whatever. And then you get like all the other people who are just like, I don't like Christmas, but I like free beer and so we come together as one.
0: Oh, did I tell you about my office uh ugly sweater party? No. So it was mandatory fun. Oh yeah, I, I was super fun when it's mandatory. And my boss um she's very very strict. And so when we're all going out for drinks, you need to have a really good excuse if you don't want to go out for drinks. Really? Like she she is very much about mandatory fun. Like it's a running thing between a few of us. That sounds so,
1: that sounds horrible. I already hate her.
0: So, they spent three weeks planning, like, okay, on this Tuesday, um, we're going to have, uh, someone's going to bring in tacos, and we're going to celebrate Paul's birthday, and it's going to be Ugly Sweater Day, and then we're going to go out for drinks afterwards. And there's, like, balancing schedules, and booking the tacos, and looking at calendars, and, like, like daily reminders. Tuesday, we're going to wear sweaters. Tuesday, we're doing the sweaters. And, literally, I'm the only person that showed up with the sweater. Oh, really? And it was weird how, like, I I was kind of the last person that actually wanted to. Sure. But it's like, I I don't want to be the one guy sticking out. And so then I'm the only person in the whole company wearing red and everyone else is in their, like, normal business attire. Mm -hmm. And I had to spend the whole day like that. And I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know why I take any of this seriously. Like, it was such a morale drag. Yeah, you got fucked on that deal. And it's like, what's the point of this mandatory fun thing again? Like, <laughs> this is kind of our argument against it. Right. And then I keep being proven correct, and I hate... Like, I would rather be wrong once, because I'm pessimistic all the time, and I'm always right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Man, here's, here's something to bitch about. So, my fucking boss at work, and if he listens to this, I want him to know I'm mad at him. Last year, everybody in the department got like a $20 gift card, right, for Christmas. So thank you. Well, he found out that those were taxed because he got them through HR, and he didn't want to do that again because you know it's not fair that your Christmas gift got taxed. That's stupid. So his solution this year was to just get us nothing. So
0: well, there you go. We got
1: nothing. He bought some bags of candy. He's like, "Hey, we got candy. You can have." There's have no tax on that. Mask. And it's like, dude, a twenty-dollar gift card is taxed what, like six bucks at the most? So it's for, It's still fourteen free dollars. I can get a bottle of brandy with fourteen dollars.
0: Man, you know, all the guys that work under me, um, like, the whole, everyone in the company gets a free turkey for Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, we get we a get ham or turkey if we want. I got, I got my ham in my freezer.
0: Um, this year, like, without notice, they kind of cut back on the number of turkeys, so some people don't get turkeys. That's fucked up. And so everybody that works under me, uh, there's, like, five guys, uh, they're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you, no, you don't get one. Really? Yeah, so, like, I went out and bought, you know... Twenty dollar Walmart gift cards for' him. Mm-hmm. um because it's like this is the I cannot understand the thought process at like I literally could not cope with it, and I just went up to the store and bought gift cards.
1: You are a really nice boss then because God forbid mine do that, you know, like he doesn't have that many employees under him. It's like no, I just I bought cupcakes once and I got some candy, so you you know here's our here's our yearly morale boost budget down the drain. Just give me a fucking gift card. I don't care if it gets taxed. i am buy booze. He's he's one of those people that he's like really smart, but he's he's just got things. He just doesn't get things. Maybe he's just he's just weird. I don't know. Brian, if you're listening to this, I I legitimately mostly have your back when you're not being a dumbass. But sometimes sometimes you fuck up. Buy me buy, buy me whiskey, fucker.
0: <laughs> um. what else happened oh yeah so uh, Richard got me a Christmas present oh
1: that was nice
0: and he got me a Fortnite action figure oh and it's um it was weird because at first I opened it and it's like well that's funny because it's like we kind of ironically but not ironically like Fortnite together okay and so it's like okay it's funny that he got me a Fortnite action figure but then I was looking at it, and the quality is, like, really good. Oh, nice. And the longer I looked at it, the more I got kind of angry, where it's like, they put a lot of craftsmanship into a daggum Fortnite action figure. It's literally a McFarlane. Damn. Um, yeah, let me, let me, Mc. no, Google, dang it. We're doing Google. Mac. I got a toy,
1: toy story. Uh, uh, my fucking Predator figure, Gravity, decided it, it shouldn't have a foot anymore, because it fell off my bookshelf and landed wrong, and its foot snapped at the plastic. And so now I need some super glue. It is annoying because that was a really expensive toy. I spent like fifty dollars on that fucker. And now it's now it's stuck laying down like it's got a hangover. It's fucking wrist blades are pointed in the air and its foot's dangling by its side. Not a good luck. I don't know why gravity no, is so mean.
0: It's battle damage.
1: Yeah. To give it a frickin' uh what's what's that thing, like a cane? Not a cane, a crutch.
0: No, I have like an alien on top of it, and then a He-Man on top of it. Oh going, man, oh, if yeah. I had like the
1: parts to like kit bash something together, like making it like an alien cane would be kind of cool. Like a xenomorph head, and like the, a xenomorph tail. But xenomorph toys are expensive now, so I'm not gonna do that.
0: Yeah, they can be.
1: Fucking Nick, why do you gotta? Why you gotta be so expensive?
0: Um, I want to talk about toys. What was it? Oh, yeah. So I said I got a Skeletor. Yeah. Um, There's a really good He-Man documentary on Netflix.
1: That's actually kind of a cool toy. The weird bear.
0: Oh, yeah. The Fortnite one. Like,
1: like, it's way cooler if I don't know it's from Fortnite. If you're like, look at this toy someone got me. I'd be like, (laughs) that's some weird fucked up anime shit. I dig it.
0: Well, it's cool because she has like a big gun. Like, it comes with an AK-47 or something.
1: It's just a pink bear with a with a broken heart. Like, like it's like a care bear, but it's it's sad.
0: Yeah, it dances.
1: I like it. That's a, that's a cool toy.
0: Oh, it is. It'll look good on the shelf. Yeah. I'm going to have her standing right next to Arthas. Nice. And they'll be fighting Tracer and Genji.
1: <laughs> I don't make mine fight. I just set them up in cool poses and forget about them until Gravity's like, Hey, I'm going to break yeah, shit
0: you put them in the cool um fight poses
1: they they all eventually fall over fucking gamora been demoted to laying down full time because that bitch can never stand i've complained about her before
0: which which gamora gamora
1: the first gen of them i guess it was she had a group limb with her
0: the guardians of the galaxy gamora
1: yeah that one
0: okay um,
1: she's wearing heels, you know, that dumb bitch. What was I talking about? I, I forgot. I don't remember uh, either.
0: Oh yeah, Skeletor.
1: Skeletor.
0: Um, blah, blah. So <laughs> my my brother um, he didn't know what uh, what to get me, and he asked me, "Hey, camera, what do you want?" And I said, "Skeletor." And he didn't know how to process that. So a month later, he asked me again, and I said, "Skeletor," and so he <laughs> gave up <laughs> asking me. So he, he Googles Skeletor, and then this action figure comes up, and he's like, well, that's pretty metal, and he got me that one, because he had no idea that He-Man toys looked cool.
1: Your brother is a good dude. My brother tried yeah, to is. do me a solid for Christmas. I, I bought him a CD, but it was a CD I wanted, and so I kind of bought me a CD, and then after I ripped it, I gave it to him, because that's the kind of man I am. Uh, and so he's like, oh, I gotta get Chad something. So he tried to give me a, a, a Pro Controller for the Switch. But the third-party controllers and the Nintendo controllers are packaged and marketed the exact same way, and Target, like, only had third-party stuff. He, like, legitimately did not know if it was third-party or not. So he gets me this controller, and I opened it, and it's, like, first I'm like, oh man, the button layout's different than the one on the Wii U. That sucks. Also, it feels cheap as shit, which it wasn't. And so we found out it was made by, like, AB Power or some fucking thing, we gotta take it back. And he feels really bad, he's like, I fucked up Christmas, I didn't get you anything, and I fucked up the other gift I got, and it's like, you didn't have to give me anything. I got you a $10 item that I I stole from you. Like,
0: it's fine. (laughs) I like Christmas.
1: It's one of those things that Christmas can be really fun. Like, I had fun gifts planned for people this year, and that was fun, but it puts pressure on people if you know that's gonna happen. Like, my mom was legit mad when my dad got or something, because my dad's like, I'm not getting you anything, I don't want anything. And so he's like, hey, honey, guess what? I got a surprise for you. And he's like, she's like, you fucking told me not to get anything. So I didn't get you anything. I swear to God, I didn't get you anything. And then he brings out this like bed bag for the beyond like care package of stuff. <laughs> he didn't smell or look at. He's just like, I don't know what to get. Just give me stuff my wife will like. And she's just like, what is this? This smells so weird. He's like, yeah, I was in the store for like an hour and that was just to check out. I just, I don't know. It was, one. it was really funny. Like, they're really cute. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they sound like a good couple.
1: You know, it's just, just like... My uh, mom's like, he, he does this every year, and it's like, yeah, maybe you should kind of expect it next year. I don't know.
0: Your mom sounds like a real MILF.
1: Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <The> a <laughs> mom I
0: like is a friend.
1: Oh, you saved it. <laughs> You're supposed to double down and say a friend with benefits.
0: Nah, I'm good. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. okay so now back to my back to my he-man story i remember He-Man. what i wanted to talk about yeah so my brother gets me this so i unwrap it and it's really funny because he he just didn't care like he does not know why i asked for a skeletor he doesn't get any of that stuff okay it's like it seemed out of left field to him and so what he really got me was this set of um, the aromatic, uh, like, herbs and spices to put into gin. And it's a very nice set. And, oh, and he also got me these uh, this set of peppers. There's, like, eight different kinds of peppercorns that, to grind. Oh, wow. And each of them are, like, from different countries. It's just And it's an amazing set. So that was the real gift. And so I was like, I, uh, oh, these are so cool. I take those out of the box, and then there's a Skeletor on the bottom of the box. He's like, Yeah, I got you that too, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, well that's what I asked for. <laughs> you don't have to get me two things. And so I got the skeletor doll out, and it's this really cool, like, remake version. Like I sent you the picture. It looks pretty red. Yeah. It looks metal, dude. Um, there's like a lot of tone and detail and stuff to it. But I took that out and then I'm telling them all this stuff about like behind the scenes of the toy line and how they made the show and the problems they had writing the show. And I'm relaying all these like uh, interesting factoids and behind the scenes stuff. And now him and his wife want to watch this He-Man documentary just because I wouldn't shut up about Skeletor. (laughs) And they had no idea how like interesting some of the behind the scenes stuff was. But my favorite thing about Skeletor is... um. For Christmas Eve, I watched the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Oh, yeah? Have you ever seen that? I have not, but I bet it's delightful. So the plot is stupid. Like, even for He-Man, it's stupid. They built a rocket, and the idea was that it'd be an unmanned rocket that they could shoot into space to just see if it finds things. Huh. Um, And then Orko, like, sneaks on board because he wants to play rocket ship because he's a stupid child and then they test <laughs> they just blast the rocket up into space with him in it and it's never coming back and it's like well there goes orco and then he crash lands on earth and starts an avalanche that almost kills two children that are out cutting down a christmas tree so he saves the children and then they just like teleport them back to eternia
1: if you could teleport um, why don't you just do that right away
0: i i it's it's stupid. But this is only after the kids explain, like, the birth of Jesus and Santa Claus and stuff. Oh, jeepers. So they bring Christmas to this alien homeworld that they got abducted to for no reason. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for them to leave. They, they could have just not teleported, but they jumped in the portal with Orko. Just for no reason. So anyways, an attorney at, at Castle Gray School, they're, like, decorating for Christmas because now everyone likes Christmas and Jesus now um because these aliens have been here for 2 minutes and they told him about christmas and the <laughs> the christmas spirit was creating too much positivity and so Skeletor's is like we have to get these children out of here before they they ruin eternity with happiness and then he like accidentally becomes a nice person because he's get he gets infected with the christmas spirit
1: i want I wanna see a movie, you know, Gran Torino, but it's with the He Man characters, and Skeletor is the <laughs> is the angry old man with the car. But in that it's not a car, it's like a dinosaur. And everyone's like, Man, you got a cool dinosaur, and he's like, Get off my lawn!" And he shoots at people with a shotgun. You know that would be amazing. Don't you know, you are no, thinking about it, would, it right I'm,
0: now. I'm I'm picturing it and it's like, yeah, you know, this is actually I wanna see that happen.
1: That would be that would be my
0: favorite. I sent you a season or a scene of a skeletor where he has a puppy and the puppy's licking him. <laughs> it's like eh. Oh.
1: Just reminds me when I can't, when we had uh, the kids over, we watched a bit of Space Jam. Sweet. And Space Jam's kind of fun. The camera work in that movie's weird. Gets really close on everybody, because I don't think they wanted to do backgrounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, that that might actually be an actual reason.
1: Also, Lola, real fucking hot. That is
0: a sexy is she bunny. from... Like, is she a character before Space Jam? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I remember watching that movie as a kid, and like... She keeps doing all these, like, sex poses and weird, like, flirty eyes, and I'm sitting there as a kid going, like, what is this garbage? Like, who is this?
1: Oh, because, see, other kids were just like, oh, man, animal people are sexy. I can want to fuck
0: them ten years from now on the internet. I don't know any kids that actually liked that movie at the time.
1: I remember liking Uh, that movie when it came out.
0: I was surprised later, like, when the internet kind of ironically loved it, but then people started to legitimately love it, and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? I hated that movie.
1: I'll be honest, the parts I watched were pretty fun, but also we had started drinking by then. (laughs) But it was, it was like, like, freaking Newman is in it, and he's just like, he sees Michael Jordan get sucked down a golf hole, and so he just starts digging, and someone's like, what are you doing? He's like, uh, fixing a divot? And goes like, oh, okay. And he just, like, has this, like, crater-sized hole in the golf course. I was like, that's like, a good joke. I like that. Also, Lola and the new uh, Bugs Bunny stuff, that's probably not going on anymore, but, like, it was, like, Bugs Bunny, but if it was a sitcom.
0: Is, like, oh, that com- was a good show. Completely different. Time- <laughs> yeah, that's the first time they used Lola well. Like, she's actually a fun character in that.
1: Yeah, like, I... I- I was like, okay, Lola as sex appeal is a way to use Lola, but I I also kind of feel like there's really nothing to her other than she's she's the badass lady who's good at at basketball, and she always like she like treats her ears like hair and she like blow her, blow them out of her eyes. It's like I don't think that's how animal ears work,
0: lady. Did you? Uh, did you see the Christmas episode of the Looney Tunes show?
1: Mm. Did Sam? play a huge role in it
0: um not huge because
1: maybe but maybe not it's been a bit since i've seen any of that to be honest
0: the christmas episode was really good honestly the only um, episodes i've
1: seen were were decent and i'm kind of surprised it was a,
0: there was a heat wave at christmas time and so everyone's like kind of like not into the whole christmas thing sure which is kind of funny because i found it relatable because i live in a town where it it's typically, like, 80 degrees around Christmas time anyways.
1: California.
0: So it's kind of like, yeah, that is Christmas to me. So I, like, sat down and watched this because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. And uh, Lola wanted to help bring the Christmas spirit back, so she organized a play of um a Christmas carol. Oh. And she did not read the script and ended up just writing her own script. Oh, God. And no one understood what was going on, so it's like, she plays um, she plays Miss Scrooge, who turns out to be Santa's daughter.
1: I might have to go and find it's like, this on YouTube. This sounds kind of it's, amazing.
0: It's really good. Um, and it's just she completely ruins the whole script. And so what's funny, though, is that the marquee on the theater says A Christmas Carol. So everyone's like, oh, okay. And they sit down like, what is going on? And they get locked in the theater, so they have to watch the whole Jesus. thing. Jesus. <laughs> and it's like it's a really cute thing um but the the other running gag is that there's a lot of like there's debate over the best way to die because people characters keep getting like trapped in closed boxes oh god or con- or confined spaces and they're like we're gonna suffocate in here. It's like, well, don't worry. That's the that's the <laughs> like that's the most peaceful way to go. And it's like, no, it's the worst way to go. And it's like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure it's the most peaceful way. And that's a running gag where I think even Santa makes a joke about it at the end. It's um <laughs> it's oddly morbid, just thrown in there. Um, it's a good episode. It's good with the season too.
1: I like um. The Spongebob Christmas episode.
0: That's a good one, too.
1: They sing a really fun song, and then Squidward ends up becoming Santa, and he he's, like, not Squidward for a little bit. And Yeah, that's a good one. I should have watched that. Like, I, I should, like, I don't have any Christmas traditions, which is fine, but, like, the, I, you know, I listen to enough podcasts and stuff, and it's like, oh, my Christmas tradition is I watch this movie, or it's, oh, I watch this movie, or I do this thing, or whatever. And it's like, I kind of get grumpy and go, oh, man, it's Christmas. I kind of get. I I don't always enjoy the holidays. Like I enjoy the time off, but sometimes there's just something about it that I it rubs me the wrong way. Typically,
0: yeah, I get that. It's it's not really for everybody. Um, I I think some there's a problem with Christmas in that there's this weird pressure that comes along with it where everyone's supposed to have a wonderful time. Yeah, and if you're not having the perfect Christmas, that means you did something wrong. Yeah, and it's a lot better when you get over that and you can just enjoy the season. Um,
1: like this year was great because we we legitimately on Christmas Day didn't do fucking anything. Like we got to my parents' house like at nine thirty or ten. We chilled for a bit. Uh, we had a screwdriver, but the vodka my dad wanted to try, I wound up tasting really bad, so we didn't have any more than one. And then we we Aww. opened stuff and just kind of chilled and we ended up watching like uh Paddington 2 because it was on HBO. That's a good movie. That movie is delightful.
0: It's wonderful.
1: It's so the it, no movie should be that charming. It's it's kind of insane.
0: It's charming, but it's also very well made. Like the writing is on point, yeah. the timing of everything, like everyone's acting is consistent. The cinematography is great. There's so many clever just camera shots. Um and uses a, a color like it. It's not just a cute movie with a cute bear. It's actually a very well made film. Yeah, it's weird. I
1: really, yeah, I really, really liked it. But like that was basically like that was like Christmas. We didn't really we we basically did nothing. We didn't drink. We had one drink, and we we just chilled and talked. And I petted my cats a lot. And like I was like, this is great. I don't. There's no pressure with this. It's just us.
0: That's maybe the best Christmas. Yeah. Um, I was playing Star Trek online. And somebody in chat said, hey, what's the worst Christmas song? And without, like, any reflex at all, I just typed out the Beatles one. <laughs> but then what was funny is a bunch of other people typed, like, there were ten responses before mine hit mm-hmm. that were all uh, last Christmas. And it's like, everyone's like, agreed, Last Christmas is the worst, Last Christmas. And then I said the Beatles won, and then some people are like, oh, I want to change my vote. And it turned into a debate over whether or not the Beatles' Christmas song or Last Christmas is the worst.
1: <laughs> did you listen to What's, both and, and participate, or did you just be like, oh man, I started some shit?
0: No, I sat back and I, I let them go for a little bit. Um, and I said, I forgot about Last Christmas, but every time I hear it, I'm instantly angry. Whereas the Beatles one, I can remember it, and I dread hearing it.
1: I don't know if I know so I either think, song. I probably do, but
0: I haven't heard them in a long
1: time. Last
0: Christmas, I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it away. Oh, who sings that? someone special. I
1: feel like the person. Like sing- I guess. Who sings that song? That's for- oh, that's that Wham Everyone. song.
0: It's covered by everyone.
1: Okay, there's a Taylor Swift version of it. Oh, I've never heard the Taylor Swift version. I had like a deluxe album and, and that was on it and I deleted it.
0: Yeah. Okay, like, so then the go. Beatles song. Oh, Kylian did that too. Hyper Synthy Note. I just sent it to you. Oh okay. the the very first note will anger me. Like if it comes up on the radio, it's like ah just one note in.
1: I'll be honest, I kind of like this kind of like old school synthy sound though.
0: I hate it. And nothing about it is Christmassy.
1: No, no, nothing about this has anything to do with Christmas at all. This sounds like I'm in like a pinball machine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard this song.
0: Uh, Good. That means that God has blessed you with the pure ears of an angel.
1: Oh, I have heard this song.
0: Oh, that like this Satan's is the got Beatles. I did
1: not know this was the Beatles.
0: Yeah, because normally their stuff has quality to it, right? Right, I'm just
1: like, oh, this is that garbage song you hear at the gas station. And you're just like, oh, I wish this <laughs> wasn't on.
0: Whoever wrote this shouldn't have written any songs at all. <laughs> oh, fuck.
1: We were at a oh, home should boy. we do Glad Space and then play some video games? Yeah,
0: I I think we had a really nice uh, Christmassy season and a very nice um year. And I just want to say, if you're going on Twitter to say, oh, 2018 was awful, I can't wait for 2019, just go shove it. I don't care. is going to be just as bad as 2018. Somebody collected tweets of All every the single year of people saying that. Oh, yeah? So, well, 2015 was terrible. I'm looking forward to 2016. Yeah. Oh, d- Nothing was going to be... Oh, 2016, I'm going to die. Oh, everyone's dying. 2017 will be the real year. What are you glad for?
1: I feel like I covered the K-pop stuff already in the show, so maybe I don't have to do that again.
0: We had a very positive show. We we
1: had a really positive show. Okay. Um. Okay. Go. Okay, I'm gonna stay on the music on the music sh- scene though, and let me let me let me find the song. That is not the song. Fuck. Uh. Where is it? Here it is. So someone was like, "Hey, you might like this band." And it's, it's a death metal band, because of course it is. And they're called Orbit Culture. And they're really... I sent, yeah, I sent you a link to this. It's like... Kind of like a groove metal meets deathcore. Like, he doesn't do any of the high-end oh, stuff. Yeah. But he does really fucking awesome low stuff. He sounds kind of like Phil Bozeman. Not quite as low, but really close. And uh, it's like really fucking heavy, awesome, chuggy-ass metal music. It's fucking sweet. So everyone should go check out Orbit Culture if you're into ext- like that kind of death metal music because it's really really good. They they released an EP this year and it's a half an hour long which is meets the threshold of I will buy it. So I'm going I'm going to buy that at some point this year and I'm very excited.
0: That's a that's a good one. You did send me that and it does sound good.
1: I wish I could scream like he does cuz he's better at it than I am. Um
0: that's a good one. I know I had a glad space, but then I started drinking this fairy wine <laughs> that Legolas gave me. Oh, I remember. So we like fan fiction here, right? Yeah, fan fiction can be fun. Have you seen that Darth Vader fan film? No. Someone with a budget and a lot of teamwork is making this sort of, um, I want to call it a Darth Vader origin story, and and not, not so much like retelling the prequel, but it's like a A between point between three and four. Okay. Where, like, there's, like, the last remnants of Anakin Skywalker that Darth Vader has to kill off. Huh. And they released part one, and it's, uh, I don't want to overhype it because it's still a fan film. Like, there's imperfections to it. Sure. But the quality of it, like, I was, uh, I was showing it to Richard, and I think the first thing he said was, like, well, can we just, like, erase the Disney movies and just watch this again?
1: <laughs> hey, I like the I like both the Disney movies.
0: I like three of the Disney movies.
1: Oh yeah, there's actually more than two, aren't there? Yeah, I like I've I've okay I've seen three of the Disney movies. I like two of them. I haven't seen Solo.
0: I got oh I got Solo for Christmas on DVD Blu-ray combo pack. I should red box that. Uh, you should. It's pretty fun. Rogue One is awful. Rogue One was not a great movie. The
1: last half hour Rogue- was
0: good. Rogue One didn't know what it wanted to be. And I-, I say that knowing that there were multiple reshoots and you can almost tell like, oh, they had a different tone back when they filmed this scene. And then when they had to redo it with different lighting, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they added a fart joke in for no reason.
1: Yeah, that movie was all over the place. It had a lot of characters and it was not written by Joss Whedon, so it did not balance them well.
0: Solo is a little more coherent. That's good. And a lot more, um, there's direction to it. Okay. I think with Rogue One, there are almost too many moving parts that didn't need to be moving parts. But I think I've ranted about that enough. Anyways, look up, um, oh shoot, what's it called? It's like Vader Shattered Memory Heart of Darkness (laughs) (laughs) 2.8 short film. It's co- oh, there it is. Vader Episode 1, Shards of the Past, a Star Wars Theory fan film. Hurrah. Um, I strongly recommend it. The video is 16 minutes long, but half of that is credits. There you go. Um, well, anyways, I want to wish everybody a Happy New Year.
1: Oh, I want to plug. Uh, my my video game is on sale on Steam and Itch.io. It might, it might not be on sale on Steam by the time this goes up, but it will still be on sale on Itch.io for 50% off. So if you want to buy the land of glass and support an indie dev a little bit, you can go do that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, itch.io. It, it, um, that's DRM free, right? You can just yes. download it. Yeah, it's a little easier than Steam. And I'm pretty I, sure I there's check a that return
1: out. policy on itch.io. If there's not, and you don't like it, I'm sorry.
0: Um, but you might I, like it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, honestly, I actually, and I again, I'm gonna put up a top ten video game list on the YouTube channel. And I put Land of Glass on there, but it's not just to plug your stuff. It's like, you know, I'm looking at the list of games that came out this year, and everything was sequels and derivative of the same thing over and over again. And I really like what you and Joe did to actually, like, try to do something that feels unique and new. Yeah. Because I'm getting kind of tired of holding up on the left streak while characters talk to each other (laughs) and call that gameplay, you know?
1: It seems like there was a lot of good games that released this year. I didn't play any of them.
0: Man, one of them that one of the indie games that gets a lot of praise is Donut Valley. I've never heard of
1: that. I thought you were or gonna say Donut... Dead Cells because that one's getting no, a lot too. Oh
0: shoot, what is it? Um, is it Donut Valley or is it Donut Valley? Game? Uh, Donut County? I'm sorry. Um, so Donut County is this cute game that has more text than gameplay, and it's a. It's a story-filled physics puzzle game where you play as a hole in the ground. And when they say puzzle game, they mean there's not a puzzle, you're just a hole. It's it's so brain dead easy and none of the characters are fun and it's like it's kind of cute looking. Is but it free? Char- no.
1: Really? Okay, that sounds like something for you to get on Ichio and spend like an hour with and like that was fun, I enjoyed this concept.
0: Yeah, honestly, I I got it on PS4 because people won't stop recommending it to me, and it's just I can't finish it. It's so cringy. Like the raccoon wants to buy a, a drone, and That's so not he has right. To the se-
1: raccoon supposed to want to sell you a house,
0: and so he's selling donuts and it, ruining everyone's lives, and they're all stuck in a hole. Hmm. And you have to push X button to skip the dialogue. Just keep pushing x for a while it's gonna okay we're gonna do the same load screen again okay go back to pushing X again there's more dialogue words just keep doing it push okay now the game starts and just okay the house fell in the hole okay now back to the cutscene oh. ha- don't don't buy donut county it's garbage <laughs> buy the land of grass yeah and mow it down to a reasonable and decent height.
1: Also, Darksiders 3 is really good. I'm almost done with that. I'm like 16 hours in now.
0: I've... Yeah, if you're not if you don't want to support an indie dev and you know, support an actual dev by yeah. Dark Souls 3. You can do that
1: too. I it was I thought Dark Souls is how you said. We're ba- I'm bad at, I'm so bad at plugging my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I have no confidence in anything I do. It's like maybe it's good, maybe it's not I don't know. Here's the thing. You don't have to like it if you don't want to. I'm not the best.
0: I like, um, we're not ready to announce a project, but you and I were working on a project.
1: Yeah, I really, really want to work on that,
0: like. <laughs> it's. Well, what's funny is that, like, on that point, it's like, I'm excited about working on this. I can't wait to put up with Chad self-doubting himself for three years while I self-doubt myself for three years.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a problem, isn't it? Because <laughs> 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 we got some neuroses that are going to make this really hard. We- uh... Oh. But more on that another time. Yeah, like three years from now. Like, that's not a joke. It will probably
0: be a while. Yeah. Um. But on that topic, here's looking at 2019, kid. <laughs> shooting those Nazis.
1: Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Stormtroopers hitting the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do we, we reference mates a lot on this show, don't we? Do we? It's a good show, but. I haven't listened to it in, like, years. I, we practically stole the listener's joke. Yeah. God, we're, the, we're the okayest. There. I'm I not oh self obvious all, all my favorite podcasts are terrible. I can't listen to Giant Bomb anymore because I'm just so angry that they're so awful. And then uh, the Best Friends play, they, they disbanded.
1: Yeah. And
0: it's like, ah, man, what am I going to listen to in 2019? In the
1: comics podcast, one of the members is way too liberal. Jean-Luc...
0: Can you be too liberal?
1: Uh, but no, if you like comic books, you should listen to the comics podcast. If you don't like comic books, you should listen to it too, because the first half hour never about comic books.
0: Yeah, but next one's going to be pretty good, because it's going to be your like your top ten, right? Yeah,
1: we're, we're going to have some fights too, because our, our top so, tens do not overlap very much.
0: So speaking about plugging things real quick, um, if you haven't listened to the comics podcast, and if you haven't been keeping up on comics this next episode might be a good one to jump on just to catch up on what was important this last year.
1: Yeah, there were really, really good comic books this year.
0: Uh, surprisingly. I, I, 2017 was kind of weak in the comic book department.
1: Yeah, 2018, though, and, the, and the great thing about 2018's comics is a lot of them, it's like you could just buy like the one trade or the two trades, and you have all of it, and it's done. So the the cost of entry
0: is low. What was that one that was about, like, Sex Demons? Sex Demons? Yeah. The um, anthology one. What was that called?
1: Uh, the, you say that, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sure it could be a couple.
0: Love happens. Because
1: uh, Twisted Romance ha- maybe has... Oh, that's its... it.
0: Twisted Romance. Twisted I recommend romance Twisted really romance. romance. That was on Jean-Luc's list, and it wasn't on mine. I He's going to be very bitter about that. <laughs> I'm going to be bitter about that. Why wasn't that on yours?
1: It was fine.
0: Uh, I guess I'm going to have to listen to the podcast and find out uh, while you defend yourself poorly.
1: Yeah. I put on Unnatural in mine because I'm a furry.
0: Oh, that's a good one, too, though.
1: That was, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Not not so much. uh, You'll you'll get that that on the podcast if you listen to the comics podcast because we're going to talk about that shit. It'll be fun. Should we leave? We want to play some video games?
0: Yeah, you want to play some Overwatch?
1: Yeah, I might go get some coffee and mix some bourbon in with it, too.
0: That sounds pretty nice.
1: Yeah! Goodbye, everybody. I love you. Goodbye, I love you.